Today's stuff brought to you by Ben Chabot Yerushalayim begins in the Sechet Meilah, and here we are right on Daf Beit. So before we begin, let's just briefly review the sugya that we are about to start, even though if you've been with us this far through Kritut, you'll see that this is a very, very smooth transition, because basically we've been dealing with Inyanim of Ashamot. We talked about Asham Ilah and how it is that we learn Asham <coughs> Talui from Asham Ilah. And we've darshan the Pasik that basically we just had recently in Parshat HaShavua and Vayikra regarding the different dinim. So the, the, the main Pasik that includes all of the halachot that we're going to be bedayik is Nefesh Kitimo Mal V'chata'a Bishkaga V'kachay Hashem. So if someone does this, this is the word So someone now uh, misappropriates and is called a bishkaga, taking kache Hashem. Uh, that extra word kache Hashem implies that this kodesh should be still usable. The definable is kache Hashem. We will have to see what that implies. Then the eviat Hashemo, since it was bishogeg, he brings a korban Hashem Hashem. And this is the Bukhar of the Be'erkecha, Kesav Shkalim. This is where it is said, the Din of Hashem, Ne'ilot, Kodesh, La'asham. And then continues the Pasek, that you also pay what it is that you were Mo'el Minayat Kadesh, and you add Chamishito Alav. So those are the essential dinim. Me'ilot is Bishogeg, and Bishogeg you have two specific dinim of bringing a carbon Me'ilot, and also of adding on the money that you took you add an additional 25%, which is one-fifth of the total. As far as what the din would be if you were more amazed, there would be no carbon, but there still remains a din of paying back. Now, exactly where the din of paying back comes from is not so clear. Some hold, some of the Achron, these are all the Achronim discuss it, that it's Be'etzim Adinim Gezel, that the Torah's Mechadish applies to Me'ila, and others learn that it's a new din, that there wouldn't be any din of Gezel on Kedesh, and it's a specific chiv that is a din in Kapora. Others, like the Nesivas, are machalic, actually, what we're talking about. And if we're talking about Kedusha, that is in terms of Damim, which doesn't necessarily mean that you were Magdashit originally for Damim, it means that right now that's all that's left on it. So you have a problem, got a mum. Now, it's not usable as Kachi Hashem, but it still has the Domim on it, even though it was given initially in the Mizbeah. So over there, it's a Din and Domim, which has to do with Gaza. If it's something that has no Domim value, that's going to say, Grover said, Carbon it's usable as an item. So over there, there's a halacha of paying back, but it's Mitan Kapora. And we'll see there's Nafkaminas between these approaches that are subtle Nafkaminas. Now, the Mishnah wants to first define how broad the area of Me'ila is. The simple meaning of Kach Hashem would imply that it has to be actually Ro'i L'Shamay, and that if something were done wrong, then that would no longer be Shayach to bring Kach Hashem, and there would be no Kiev of Me'ila on it. That's what one would think. Comes along the Mishnah to broaden that envelope a little bit, and to teach us that things are still called Kach Hashem, even though they may be Nifsal in certain ways, then in the Gemara, we'll get into more price, precisely defining what, what point there is real Megillah. And here also, we're going to discover that we broaden the envelope in another way. We broaden the envelope by creating a new type of Megillah, Mineraban, 
Well, of course, the Rabbanon were not Mechaev a Korban, because then that would be Chulun Bazara. And in order to make that part of the clarity that we're talking about, Emilat Rabbanon, they did not attempt to create a parallel to the fee of the Tashlum of the Chomesh, for the simple reason that the Chomesh is meant to be brought together with the Ela Hashem. So if they were Mechaev to bring a Chomesh, then it would have been a conjunction with the Korban. It's not possible. So the din of Me'ilam and Rabbonin is fundamentally different than Me'ila Diorite. It's similar more to a Me'ila that would have been done B'meizid Me'ilam So over there, if it was done B'meizid in Afinami, we would have this phenomenon. That you pay, but you don't add the Chomesh, you don't bring a Korban. That's the din of Me'ila B'shogeg Me'ilam as well. Begins our Elek Abishnah, Kodshay Kodashim. So Kodshay Kodashim need to have the Shechita done in the northern part of the Azara, <coughs> and they need to have all of their Aveda done in the northern part of the Azara. So you might think that once you Shechted them the Doron, they're no longer considered to be Kodshay Hashem. Nonetheless, Mo'alim Behem, and they are considered to be Kodshay Hashem. But how about when we talk about Shachtim B'Darom, what do we mean? Because there's two, there's really that Shechita B'Darom. Where did you do the Kabbalah Tadah? Clarifies the Bishnah, Ketzah, is the correct Yerisa? What do we mean when we say that? Not only if Shachtan B'Darom and you Mekabal the Dam B'Tzafon, or you shechted b'tzafon, you mekabel the dam b'doron, which is a lot worse. Because remember that shechita is not really an aveda, since it can be done by a czar. The avoda begins only with the act of the kabbalat adam, which is done, of course, together with the shechita. <coughs> so over here you might think <coughs> that if you mekabel dam b'doron, it would be worse. <coughs> Comes along the Mishnah to tell you, it's not worse. In both cases, it's considered to be Kochi Hashem anyway. Now, we're going to see that there's a machloket about what the halacha is about the famous question of im alu yerdu or lo yerdu. All of the cases in the Mishnah, there's a machloket about what would be if a Kohen would bring up to the Mizbeach something which is not really kosher. The Mizbeach, we've had many cases like this. The claw being that if Tzuloi Bakadesh that im alu lo yerdu. If the coin put it up on the mizbech, it wasn't supposed to, then it's not brought down again. Now, if that's the case, then it should be bichlal kachi Hashem, even midioraita. If that's not the case, and we'll see if that's actually about chorke if that's not the case, then we'd have to explain perhaps the Mishnah as being only mi'ila derabonu. All of this remains open at this point. But in, in, in the event that over here you did, even the Kabbalat Hadam midoron, and really, Tosus points out, it doesn't matter if you did both the Doron. Except the Derech HaTatana is just to contrast one thing with the other thing and allow the reader to intelligently define for himself that obviously it's not going to make any difference. There's no additive impact of doing both the Shrita and the Kabbalah Bedoran. And so there's no point in mentioning it. So, nonetheless, there would be the Elah. Now, I'm going to give you some other cases. The Gabor, of course, is going to question, why do we need a bunch of other cases, since the Yisod seems to follow the same path, that if it's still the Klal Hashem, so then it's considered to be Me'ilah. And the Din, Lagabi, the question of Im Olu Yerdu Olo Yerdu is exactly the same on all of the cases in the Mishnah, which is why there's a problem of why do we need to repeat it. 
And if you're telling me that the Yisod, that it's called Kodesh Hashem, as long as it goes up, all of these cases can go up. If you go like the Mandyoma, don't go up, all of these cases should be included in the same level of Me'ila Durabona, on the surface. So that means that we're dealing with some subtleties here. And the Gemara is going to go into explaining why each of these cases is necessary. Now, the first two cases, we just understand ourselves why it's necessary. Because Shita, I would think, is Bechlal, not an Aveda, and therefore, okay, as long as the Kabbalah Adam was done properly. In the second case, even if the Kabbalah Adam was done in the wrong place, it's still going to be male. How about if you were Shochet, now here, Semer Goris, the exact opposite, Shochet Balayla, Vizarak Adam Bayom, which is similar to Shachat Bidaron, the first case being where only the Shechita was possible, and the Zurika would the Zurika was kosher, and then followed up with a case where even the Zurika was possible, because the Zurika was Belayla. And as we know, Lila is not kosher for any of the four avodas that would be in the Faga. And because of that, a, it's completely all out of the running, I would have thought, in the Sakot Kotche Hashem, or Belayla Vizorag Bayom, again, some have it in the opposite order. Another example would be, you do Shita with a machshav of chutz mizmana, or you do shkita with a machshav of chutz lemekom. Now you will remember that that halacha is a din in pigo if it's chutz lizmano, so it creates a a chiyav of karet for somebody who eats it. Chutz creates an israelav. Moralim ben. In all of these cases, you create. Enough of Kotcher Hashem that it would be Me'ila, even though it's not kosher as a carbon. Klal on Reb Yoshua. The general rule, says Reb Yoshua, is that anything, kosher hayala sha'at heter le'kohanim, anything that had a moment that kohanim were allowed to eat it, and then something went wrong. And we're going to give examples later on. But so it became Tomei afterwards. It doesn't matter. The fact that right now it is prohibited doesn't change anything. Because once it was taken out of Kach Hashem and given to the Karnim, that's it. It's no longer going to be Mayal. So in Malimba. But Koshaloyala Shatatala Karnim, anything that never reached a stage of being kosher to Karnim, there you are, Mawalit, continue. Ezo Ishayala Shatatakarni, give me some examples of something that was kosher once and then was ruined. Well, for instance, as it was Lona. Then it became, if it stayed beyond its time off of the Mizbeach, the Morim, or if, if it was Basar, that became Nota, or it was Nitma'a, let's say it became Tame, or that somebody had walked out of the Mechitzos with it, either the Mechitzot Hazara, Mechitzot of the, of the uh, city, depending whether we're here, we're talking about Kachay Kachim, so obviously it's the Azara. In all of these cases, you would still be Moel. What would be an example of something that never became mutalakanim and therefore retains its din of me'ila? Well, for instance, the case that we had above where you shechted something with a makshevet chutz lezmano, or chutz lemekoma. Or, for instance, let's say you had psulin, that were makabal the dam, or wazorik the dam. All of those cases, there's no heter whatsoever, ever. And then, in that case, it would be considered to be a me'ila because it was always miyuchadim l'ashem, kachay Hashem miyuchadim l'ashem. Says the Gemara, you write 
the words as if it's a big chiddush. I, I don't understand what the chiddush is. I mean, lemaisa up until the time that you did the shkita, it was a right? You have a korban, it was meant to be a korban. You went ahead and you were netted from it, you would be mail. So I would think that for some reason, that by doing a shkita the wrong way, that makes it more kosher. And what, because of that, it takes off the Yisra Me'ilah. Bishlama, if Me'ilah was the result of making it into something that's now Roy on the Mizveh. I, I would understand, but that's not the thing of Me'ilah. Me'ilah is even before you did anything. You didn't do the Shkita at all. You'd be Me'ilah So why, if I do the Shkita wrong, would a wrong Shkita take off the Kiev of Me'ilah? Isn't that Pshita? I mean, would you really think that Mishum de Shachtan Bedarum, since you did the wrong Shkita, that's going to make it better? Afkinu Midei Meila, would that remove the Meila? Says the Gemara, yes, in a sense, because there's two issues over here. You see, it's true that you're not making it less roy than it was when it was alive. That's true. It was alive, it also wasn't ready to be put on the Mizbeah. None, because it's not shechted. That's the Gemara's question. It's not shechted. So why is shechting it making it any worse than not shechting it at all? Properly. Who cares? If you're, our first understanding, obviously in the end that's, that's because you know the end of the story. But if you start off with the assumption that Kachi Hashem means something that was meant to be given to Hashem, and you don't have any rights to. So why, if you shechted it wrong, do you think you do have rights to? Answers the Gemara, but there's the other side. It's not only the question of whether you have rights to, it's the question of whether Kachi Hashem means that the Mizbeach has rights to. So while something is alive, it is considered to be Ro'il Mizbeach because of the potential for Shechita. But w- let's say it would have dropped dead. So Sa'ka look, Ulak what Rabbi Yochanan is explaining, that if an animal drops dead, you're not going to be Mayalana. And even though we're used to saying that there is an Isra on a dead animal, on a carcass, that's only Mirabona. So the din is a Kajim Shemetu, Yatsumi Devi'ila Dvatora. So I would have thought that Achinami, in the case of the Mishnah, Kachim Kachim, in terms of Darom, are basically the same as choking the animal to death. It's a carcass. Because Dorom is not a mokam of Shrita, four kachikadashim that need to be bitzafon, as the Pesach says, beferuch. And I would have thought that that's included in an animal dropping dead. Comes along the Mishnah, therefore to tell me, Kamashbal, and the Mishnah comes to tell me, de kachim shemetu lo chazuklau. Where you're dealing with kachim that stam dropped dead, Okay, over there, there's no connection to Kach Hashem. They're completely useless. Masha'inkin, Dorom. You're right. That Dorom is not considered to be a Mokom that is Ra'ui for Kach Hashem, but it is a Mokom that's Ra'ui for Kach Kalim. And therefore, you cannot compare it to an actual Chanika. Now, there's a little bit of an issue over here, because is that the problem? Is the difference because one is Roy for Kachikachim, one is Roy for Kachikachim, and not Kachikachim, one is not Roy at all? I mean, is not the difference boiled down to the question of we can call it Kachikachim because of the mice that we're able to utilize it? 
Because he malulo yerdu. See, if that's the truth, then the Gemara Lechora doesn't have to say that it's roi lekachim kalim because that's irrelevant. Bishlama, if you're telling me that it's a it's a a, um, a new din, a question of a derabbanan, you know, maybe you can make nafkaminas between meitu and something that the derabbanan would feel is more roi, and we will do this later on. The Gemara is going to ask if you hold that this is only a meila derabbanan. So what is the order of the mission in terms of the cases? Yes, I understand that there's a difference between an animal that dropped dead. We're over there. It may be that there's no din of me'ila at all. After all, people anyway are bovial from something that's dead. But where it looks like a kosher shrita, people are not bovial. Maybe only there. They're up on over there. Okay, tomorrow we'll talk about that. But over here, l'chara, we don't need this for Because anyway, it's kosher Hashem, since it would be ra'ui im alu lo yerdu. So the exact reason for needing to put it this way, that it still is kosher for Kachim Kalim, is a little bit strange. So that there, there is a Svat Emet that attempts to explain the language of the Gemara. Because well, he says, look, the point is that why would even Hanika literally, killing the animal, shooting it, why would that take off Me'ila? If Lamaisa, you don't need Shkita in order to have Me'ila. When it's alive. Obviously, because we're thinking of the fact that it could have been Mo'ul. So it, it could have been Shechted. So, therefore, if it now will never able to be Shechted, then, so over there, it's no longer Shaykh Bichlal. What the Gemara needs to explain is why is it that in the end, if it was shechted bedoraim, and lamaisa is not usable, why isn't that the same as now that it died, we now see that it isn't kachyashim. So there already it makes sense to say there's a difference between something being shayach kashita. Forget about itself being on the mizbeach. But did the shechita that is connected to shechita on some level take off the din of me'ila or not? Or is it like dying? So we're saying that here it's connected to Shrita. So therefore, I need to know that it's not the same as the case. And it's not nothing, Now, why do I need, as the Gemara, all of these examples? What do I need all of these examples for? So, why do I need all these examples? I do need them. Let's start at the top. Suppose we had our first case. Shoshan v'dorom, kibo damam b'tzafon. I'd say, okay, you know what? Maybe the reason that we have me'ila in this case is because the Kabbalah, which is the Yikra Avaida, as opposed to the Shnita, which is Kosher Bazaar, that is still Shayach to be called Kosher Hashem. So since the Kabbalah is b'tzafonu, now you'll note that all of these cases, there should be no nafkamina in terms of Yimalolo Yerd, because it's all Psulo Bekod. And therefore, the Gemara, again, we're going to have to say something along the lines of the Svatanet. Because the Gemara is clearly making distinctions in our thinking about how suitable this is. So that suitability is not just a technical yes or no. Because there are things like death, which make it clear that this animal is useless. The question of, what do you mean useless? I mean, either it is Roy or it isn't Roy doesn't bother the Gemara. 
Because something should be Kodesh Hashem. Maybe that means Kodeshim that are properly performed Lashem. Kodeshim that are closer to being what they were meant to be Lashem. But if the Ikra Veda, which is Kabbalat Adam, if that was done B'Doran, then maybe it's Peklamot, considered to be Moya. So maybe that takes it out of Meila. Nothing Meila, that should remove it from Meila completely. And if it would say these first two cases, I would say, okay, fine. That's because everything was done at least during the day. So at least the overall context of what took place is the time at which something is shy of to be a karma. So this is a but the next case, where you were shochet balayla, the zorak beyond, I mean, over there is b'chalal not included in akrava, because this is not an act of akrava. Layla is lavs akrava at all. And, and this guy who went ahead and was shochet balayla, I would say he was nothing me demi'ila. And if it's a shochet balayla, only that case would have said, okay. But maybe that's kosher because at least the Kabbalat Adam, which is the main Abayda, was done in the daytime. There eat Bama But if you were Shochet Biyom and you were Zorik Adamba, like, oh my gosh, that's horrible. So over there, the Abayda was done at a time that's not Shayatakrova. Over there, for sure, it should be the equivalent of the Chonik. It's the Kamanta Khan Kinandami. And there shouldn't be any Mi'ila at all. That nonetheless, it's good. And Chutzlizmano and Chutzlimikomo, what are they good for? Lamai Chazi. Now, Tosfa says that Gersi doesn't make any sense. What do you mean, what are they good for? You could ask that about all of these things. And we know that what they're good for is the fact that Imalolo Yerdu. If we're assuming that that's Allah. So, what are you asking? What are they good for? Therefore, it appears to me. That the correct girsa should be lamali. What does that add? And the answer, according to that girsa, is that hol umarat sin lepigulan. I would have thought. Remember, and this is a this is a brilliant subtlety. If Tosfos's girsa is correct, remember that the din of pigol is very strange. An animal is considered to be mechuyev karet on pigol. Only where the zrika was done absolutely bekashrut, it could not have had any other psul that was mixed with it. So there's such a thing as a kosher zrika for pigol. There's such a concept as ritzui for pigol specifically. If it wasn't done properly, then it isn't pigol either. We talked a lot about this back in Zvachim. So therefore, I would have thought that pigol is an alternative reality. And it's not the same as doing, says Tosfus, a zrika bipsul, which would would not remove the, me, the me'ila. It's doing a zrika for some other concept completely. In which case, since this thing is now redefined, not as a carbon lashem, but as pigol, maybe that indeed removes it from the whole getter of Kodesh Hashem. So I would think that something that is Maratzala Piguloi removes it from the Dina Pigol Kamash Molan. Obviously, the other way of reading it, you could see why people made the mistake, if it is a mistake, of saying Lamai Chazla, because Ola Maratzala Pigulan on the surface seems to be a reason to tell me why it should be Maya. 
Well, since it's Maratzev and Pingo, so at least it's considered to be an act of Avayu. Okay. But as Tosis points out, that does not seem to add up conceptually. Iboilo questions the Gemara like this. What would be the din in all of these cases? Of course, this was a major, major sugi What would be the din of the cases in the Mishnah who, if alur, suppose a Kohen brought them up, would they need to be taken back down again? All of these cases, im alur yerdu, or not? Ma, what's the halakha? Rabbi says, im alur yerdu. Even if they were brought up in Yavad, you bring them back down again off of the Mizbech. Rav Yosef im alu lo yerdu. Now, this is a machoket of Amorai. But we know that there is a machoket Tanaim of Rabbi and Rabbi Shimon. So let's just clarify. Who are we going according to here in this machoket between Rabbi and Rabbi Yosef? So Alibad Rabbi Yoda, who says in Zvachim, that we are, remember we have these six miyutim, and he ha'ola, al-mugda, al he's medayik, each one of those things. To tell me, prat and so on. All of these cases, him olu, yerdu. Obviously, I can't redefine what Rabbi Yudha said. Rabbi Yudha said that the Pasuk is coming to be mamayit, these cases. So for sure nobody would say that im alu lo yerdu. Of course im alu yerdu. The makhlokit between Rab and Rabbi Yosef is dafka alib and Rabbi Shimon. And he says, zot Torah ha'ola is a ribui. And that means Torah achat for anything that's put up on the Mizbeach. It should remain al-mogdak, al-alayla. Don't take it off. So what they were referring to over there in Zvachim were cases where the dam was put in the wrong place. And so but over there, at least you had gone through the original Shita and Kabbalah. That had been done properly. Now the question is, the Zerika was even done properly, but it was put on the wrong place on the Mizbeah. Is that the same thing? That if Rabbi Shimon holds that in that case, Imalolo Yere, even Nishkutabadorum would be Imalolo Yere, even Nishkutabalayla, even Kibadama Balayla, even Pigal and Otar. So, Rabbi Yosef is saying, Rabbi Shimon, he's saying, listen, Rabbi Shimon says, Zotorah Torah, Torah Achat So anything at all that's put up there remains there as long as it's Sulabit Kadesh. Whereas Rabbi says, no way. Where was Rabbi Shimon discussing this halacha? Im Dafka in a case where nitanim lamata shnetanam lamala, ob nitanim lamala shnetanam lamata. Yes, those cases I understand, but at least the shchita, the kabbalat hadam was done correctly. So the shkita of a kibodama was bitzafon. Mashenkin in our Mishnah, hacha, kiman the shachatan bedaron. Rabbi Shimon would hold that it's the equivalent of kiman the chamkinun dami. It's it's the same as if you had simply choked it to death. But okay, how do we read that into the Mishnah? Because again, the pashtus of the Mishnah is that the reason that you're mail is because it's still called kachi Hashem since im alu lo yerdu. But if you're going to taina that this doesn't work out according to any taina, as as Rabbah is saying that im alu le yes do, how does he explain the Mishnah? So it's not. 
קודשי קודשים ששחטן בדרום, מועלים בהם את צאן הצוף, אז נא בשלב לרב יוסף. הכל רב יוסף הוא לורנס את הריבוי בפסק, וזאת רעת העולה. is a reboot to include all cases of psul, as long as it was psul of HaKadosh. That's neicha. But according to Rava, who holds that im alu yerdu, kasha. It's not kotshe Hashem if it is not able to be put on the Mizbeach. Says the Gemara, you're 100% right. Rava will have to understand the Mishnah as a dinam me'ila de Rabbona, but enochinami. Midioraita, it would be the same as chamkinu. Answers the Gemara. My Moalim Behem. What actually is meant over here? Moalim Behem. Dafka Midrabbanan. And indeed, it's a Dirabbanan halacha at all. And what was Dafka Mina? Between Mila Diraita and Mila Dirabbanan? My Ika Ben Diraita Dirabbanan? The difference, well, the obvious difference is that you don't bring a carbon. If it's a Dirabbanan, because a Dirabbanan can't be Machai of you. On bringing Kulun Bazara, but there's also an Afkamina in the actual payment of the Mi'ilah, and that is that the Uraita, you have to add a Chomish, and the Rabbanon, you don't add the Chomish, and that is tied to the fact that there's no Korban, as Tosis points out, because what we're looking for over here is, and that's why the Gemara doesn't bother mentioning the fact that there is no Korban, because the Mi'ilah of the Chomish is always brought together. With the El Hasha. Yeah. Chomesh and the Korban. And the Yashem Me'ilot. Is there such a thing as Me'ilot with Rabbonah? Me'ika Me'ilot with Rabbonah? Now, Tosfus says that is an unbelievably naive question. Obviously, there's Me'ilot with Rabbonah. We've had, we've had cases in the Mishnah. That there was mi'ilam and rabbon. What about the din of the dam of all of the korbanos? That is yotzei l'nachal kidron. We're over there, man. I mean, you never get a no longer roy from the mizbeach and dam has been washed away into nachal kidron. And nonetheless, the rabbonon asserted it because the domim is still valuable to hagdish. They can sell it for fertilizers. Well, what do you mean? Is there such a thing as mi'ilam and rabbon? Of course, there's mi'ilam and rabbon. The Torah is tiny that the Gemara's only question of mi'ikam mi'ila mirabbanon is in a case where no one is generally going to be nene from this. Obviously, there's an israhan no mirabbanon, like in the case of dam, right? But that's because the rabbanon address cases where hegdash has a financial interest and. Other people would actually go and use this. People are very anxious to fertilize their property. Why wouldn't they want to use this blood-impregnated water, so rich in nutrients, to water their fields? But would the Rabbanon be gozer, a theoretical din of Be'ila, in places where Hegdash has no financial interest and nobody's interested in taking it? But dead animals, they're using dead animals. So anyway, people are not going to be going into the base. I make there should be taking kachim that are psulim that are going to be burned. That doesn't make any sense. Why would they do that? Is there such a thing? So says the Gemara. Yes, there is such a thing, because as we mentioned before, the Yomar Rula Amr Biyochan, Kadashim Shemetu Yatsu Miila Devar Torah. You notice that he said there's only no Miila Midiyoraita. 
Why did he say Dvar Torah? You should just say Yotzumi De Mi'ilah. So obviously what Ula was quoting over here is that it's only Midioraita. So Alma Midioraita Lo Yitlohan. They do not have any Mi'ilah Midioraita. But the Mashma'ut is that Bidarabanan Yitlohan. So he's willing to say that even in a case where people are Badal, which is from a Nevela, so there's still such a concept that the Rabbanu Magoyzer. So Hokinami Min Rabbanu. So I understand. So you're, are you telling me that the Mishnah, since you've arrived at the fact that the only way to understand the Mishnah is that it's talking about a Rabbanu, so basically the Mishnah is telling us what Ula was telling us? That's weird. Now what do I need Ula to tell me a Mishnah? The Mishnah you're saying is built on an assumption that is the concept of Meila Rabbanu. And if I read this Mishnah, I would be forced myself to conclude that there is such a concept, because otherwise we should have used this Mishnah as a raya about whether we model Yerga or not, and we don't. So, how does that make sense? You're telling me the Mishnah is essentially what Ulam Rabbi Yochan was saying? No, 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 it's not. You're right, it's based on the same Yisod, but I wouldn't have known the din of Ula if I had known the Mishnah. It's Trichlu Ula. Why? Because I would have said, you know, this case that the Mishnah addresses, we don't have a dead animal, we have an animal with a psul. So it was shafted properly. People see, perfectly kosher, shkita, batat shkita, the best, it's reasoning, Maybe he even brought it to the Kohen Gadol. Wow, great. So people are going to want to eat it. Who's going to take a carcass? Maybe I would have thought if it hadn't been full armor of Yochna, is that all of a dealing minhon, maybe perhaps since people of Mice don't bother with carcasses, maybe the Rabbana Warren goes or it didn't you. Therefore, Kamash Malan, he wants to come along to tell us that if it was mate, there's still Me'ila. Now that's a Kiddush. Yes, but even that's not a Kiddush. Because we have the Farisha Mishnah <coughs> that says that even if it's Meta, it says in the Mishnah also that it's a Me'ila. Because it says in the Mishnah, Supposing somebody comes and he gets enough from a korban chatat. So if he was, and this time out of here, a chatat that had a mum, so it's not roi for the mizbeah. Basically, it's only a financial interest that Hegdish has in it at that point, and it should be sold. And now whatever monies are in there are going to be used for Hegdish. So the din is over there. If you were nana from that chatat, while that chatas is alive, the shiur of the me'ilah is defined monetarily. So unless you were pogame that chatat, we're going to get into where it is that we need pegima, where it is that we measure by hana'ah, but unless you did something to reduce the value of that chatat by a shavapruta, you were not mo'el. So maybe you sheared it, Maybe you maybe you worked with it and it got now weaker. It doesn't look as good. So it's worth a penny less than it was before. Not that you got benefit, but you you were poking in it. That, this is a, a big circulator on the Messiah. So there, you'd have to be poking. But if this animal was already dead, then it's useless because 
the din is that ain't putin at akadashim lachilan eklafim. So what are you going to do with this? There's no financial interest in it. Kiva denene koshu ma'al. How do you explain that? Obviously, if it's a dead animal, it's not kachi Hashem. This is Ula's case, the fairish. So what's Ula telling us? Do you understand what's going on over here? The Mishnah says, an animal drops dead. You're mailing it. Do I need Ula to quote Rabbi Yochum to tell me, an animal that drops dead, you're mailing it? I read the Mishnah, and I know that then. Says the Gemara, no, I still wouldn't know that then. Because Salgadai Hamina, notice that it specifies Chatat here. I would say to myself, you know why it specified Chatat? Because since this chatas is being brought for, for the individual, uh, he, he feels very close to it. And because of that, people are not separated from a chatat. They understand that it's me'ila. But how about some animal of Kodesh that died? However, people are anyway bothered. In which case, there should not be a me'ila in the Rabbana. Let go me'ila. Kamash Malan, that indeed there is still Mila. That is what Ula Amrabiokanan was coming to tell us. Now this is the simple reading of the Gemara according to the Girsa that we have. The thing is there's an inverted way of being able to read this Gemara. The Bach changes the Girsa. Many of the Rishonim learn the Gemara in the opposite. In which what we're asking, Meitu, is not that it also says Meitu, but rather it's asking Anula from this mission. By taking into consideration, why does it say Dafka Nenaminachatat? If according to Ula, any animal that died, not only a Chatat, any animal that died, you would also be mile in. So the Mashma'ut over here is. We're over there since it's la kapara ka'atya. There and only there, it's, we're saying you're going to be male. But normally, an animal, you wouldn't be male. In which case, how does Ula get away with saying that you're chayev on me'ila on any animal? If the Mishnah says you're chayev dafka on pechatat and not on anything else. So it's a, it's, it's a kash. And the answer to the kasha is that the Tana wants to tell us that things that you might think people are, this, you notice the Bach changes the gears. That the Kiddush is that I, on the contrary, the Tana is not coming to tell me Dafka Khatat. The Tana is coming to tell me, ooh, Khatas, that's a very. That's a that's a carbon that you gotta stay away from. I mean, it's a, it's super holy because it's it's coming to be the hopper on us. Where you're gonna use it, stomp. So people stay away from that. So maybe over there, you don't need a gezerah of me of meila. Kamashman, even in that case, there's meila, and therefore it's not a kasha. Normal kachin over there. Uh, that's maybe more kosher. So from the Mishnah, I don't know how to read the Mishnah, whether it would be Dafka by Chatat, or whether it's even by Chatat. So therefore, Ula is clarifying. There's certainly no cash on it, because the Tana may mention the Chatat in order to tell me even Chatat. Now I understand what Ula is saying. So Ula is saying, no, it's not. Then specifically in Chatat, 
And if the Tana mentioned Khatat, that's how to understand the mentioning of Khatat. That it's, it's telling you the Khatat, even though, nonetheless, the Rabbana were Gozer. Despite the fact you would think there are only Gozer in cases where you have to be mocked on making sure that people don't take.